It's about you, your health, your family, and your community. This is Sunday Morning Magazine with your host, Rodney Lear. And good morning. Hope you're having a great weekend. Welcome to another edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. Remember, for more information on the show, you can reach out to us on our social media platforms. Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now, like us there now, and follow us there as well. You can reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram at Rodney Lear on air. Or you can listen to the show anytime you like. Head to your favorite podcast app, anywhere you get your podcast, and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. We begin this morning with caregiving. Dell is here this morning to talk about his caregiving experience with his wife. It's our pleasure to welcome Dale to Sunday Morning Magazine. Good morning, Dale. How are you? Pretty good. I'm feeling good anyway. All right. That is good. So tell us about the circumstances that led you to become the primary caregiver in your family. Well, it, it started out with um, we had a 4th July party, and um, uh, my kids were all there, and uh, my two girls came over, and they said, you know, Dad, uh, Mom's not in the conversation. She's she's not connected with us, and we're talking you know, I never noticed it before that. We'd both been retired since 2006 and 2008. So uh, I took the next six months getting her to go get tested. She was a registered nurse, by the way. You know, they she sort of thought she knew everything. So, but, but she was very bright. Uh, so anyway, in January of 16, she took a test for uh, Alzheimer's. And then that test, uh, you know, they ask you things like, can you draw a clock? Can you put the numbers on the clock? Show me 830, that kind of stuff. So she takes a test. I'm sitting behind her. The test girl left, and she she stood up, and she said, I can't believe I couldn't answer one of those questions. That was the big part of, hey, we're here we are. You know, we're it's more serious than we thought. And at the time, how old was she? She had to be like 75, maybe. So let me ask you this. Now, when you get married, you form this partnership. As a caregiver, a majority of the decisions that would normally be shared between husband and wife now fell on you. How stressful was that for you, Dale? Uh, well, it's very stressful. And it's, uh, you, you married this person. We got married at 19, ran away and got married. We both had successful careers. You know, life was great. Everything's going smooth. And uh, it's, it's really a downer. You know, you think, whoa, you know, this is this is a curveball. So uh, we had to do uh, well. We we saw a neurologist in January of 16. He said that she was moderate Alzheimer's. That's when I really started to have to think differently about our relationship. Okay, and you became the primary caregiver of your wife. Did you um, decide to keep her in the home for most of the time? Yeah, well, exactly. We we lived in our house and things the first uh, year or so, 16 and 7, 16 was okay. 17 was getting a little harder. And then uh, we started, we made the decision that we're going to move out of the house and go to a retirement center that had a uh, memory care. And uh, so and that, and we, that's, we ended up here at uh, Evergreen. What I did is uh, we started cleaning the house out. And we moved in uh, May of 2018. We moved into Evergreen. And she was still living with me at that time. You know, we were partners. But it was getting harder and harder. And uh, finally, I had my name on the list for an apartment in the memory care unit. And uh, finally, it came up. And uh, I said, oh, gee, I don't know if I'm ready to make that decision. I 
So I talked to my kids and I said, Dad, go get the apartment. It's time. So I did. So uh, she she moved in in the last day of August of uh, 19. So and that was the worst day of my life. I'll tell you. I at that night I said, "Geez, oh Pete, I've abandoned my wife. This is terrible. I can't do this." And so I sat up on the bed and I, I was just crying. I said, "I'll go get her." And then I thought, "Wait a minute, let's be real about this." So I decided that you know she should be sleeping, I should be sleeping. When she's awake, I'm awake. I can see her anytime I want. So all we're talking about is nighttime. You know, so that gave me the ease of making the decision. And the other big thing was, what happens if something happens to me? Or if she's there, mom's taken care of. The kids don't have to say, what are we going to do with mom? So that, that was another big issue. So you described how you were sitting on the bed and you, you were emotional. Um, yeah. What were those moments like? And who could you turn to? Did you have any um, emotional support? Who did you turn to for emotional support? My children. They helped me make the decisions and get it going, and they supported me. And uh, that's how we got started. And, as we, and the staff at the memory care was was another. She did some daycare before that. She, so I'd go get errands and stuff. She, they'll keep her for like two or three hours. And uh, so she knew the staff. I knew the staff, and that made me feel a little more comfortable than I really put, the, put all the pieces together. Okay. And so what was the most for you, what was the most difficult part about being a caregiver? You don't know what's missing each day. So each day they're losing some memory. What mm-hmm. piece of memory is that? So you assume that they know where their clothes are, uh, but they don't. You know, maybe uh, you assume they know how what they, what they'd like to eat, and they don't. They don't. We used to go to a restaurant with friends, and I would order for her. She couldn't do that task, or she couldn't make a decision. So that's so you you never know what's changed each day, but something probably had some old memory or something. That, right. that was hard. All right. And in case you're just tuning in this morning, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. This morning, we're speaking to Dale. Dale is sharing his story of being a caregiver for his wife. Now, let's talk about this now. Do you think people that have never had something like this happen to them, do you think they understand what's truly involved in being a caregiver? No, because it happens gradually. You can take care of the beginning, but as it goes along, you need some help. You really do need help. When I started, I didn't know that Alzheimer's.org existed. And then as I got into it, then I realized, and I, and I got involved with Alzheimer's and, and uh, just for that reason, so I could try to head off and make the right decisions. And so you connected with the Alzheimer's Association of Greater Cincinnati here. What was that connection like for you? Well, oh, the, the staff was awesome. They, they we're very helpful. They'll, they'll do what you need done. It's just like the daycare part. You know, I didn't know they had that. Uh, so that freed up me to do the normal tasks and the errands. They take your, your loved one and work with them, and, and they, they, get, they become liking them. They, they joke, and they have fun together. You know, so it was a relationship of the workers to my wife that I, that I really appreciated. Let's talk about de-stressing because that has to be an important component. Um, you're stressed as a caregiver. What did you, in particular, what did you do, Dale, to de-stress? Well, by getting involved and seeing her was the first thing. That, that allowed me to say, hey, she's in good hands. It's okay. Every, 
making sure she was taken care of that. Once I felt that I was getting less stressed and then, uh, but the stress part does take its toll on yourself. I mean, I lost some weight. I was, you know, it was, it was getting very difficult. So that's so the best thing was I had to feel comfortable with where she is. So eventually, unfortunately, your wife succumbed to Alzheimer's. Is that right? Correct. She died on uh, November 10th, uh, 20, 2020. Okay. And what is life like for you today without your wife one year later? What is life like for you? Well, it, I have I, ha- I like to do artwork and I write a lot. So I have some things to keep me busy, but I, I try to help people around here, period. That's what I'm sort of known for. If somebody uh, has a wheelchair and they can't get through the door, I, I'll open the door. I'll do anything they want to, to help. And, and that gives me great uh, satisfaction, you know, because I, I know some of these people are going to go down that road. You can see it coming. Uh, and uh, makes me makes me feel like, hey, I'm worth something. All right. And so you connected with the Alzheimer's Association. If our listeners would like to find out more about support services and the things that you found beneficial through the organization, how can they find out more? The best place is to contact uh, um, Alzheimer's uh, at 800-272-3900, and you'll get a real person to talk to you on, uh, that is very knowledgeable about everything. And uh, I know they've done things as simple as talk to kids uh, that want to do a report on Alzheimer's, but I didn't know they existed. So I, when I was became a volunteer, I called them just to see what it was like so I could tell people about it. And they're very, very nice and very uh, informative. You can catch them on uh, uh, ALZ.com. All right. Well, thank you so much, Dale, for taking time to talk to us and to share your story. Thank you so much. Happy to do it. We've been speaking to Dale about his experience as a caregiver for his late wife. We'll be back with more Sunday Morning Magazine right after this.